Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Thank you for making it better. You're welcome. Don and I are like, this uh, song. You know, there's always one. B. Arthur chooses the uh, bumper music. And then I think Hannah, Millennial Hannah, and Steve, she's been doing some of the throwback ones. But I feel like B. always does a, largely a very good job. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But she always puts one or two stinkers in there, just, I think, to assert dominance. Yeah. Pretty sure she's just following the charts and what's charting. Absolutely. That's what they use. Yeah. It's oh, not well, like playing Never mind. Yeah, it's no, very no credit to her. I thought she had like this wonderful musical taste. She's just ripping them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. It's all research, buddy. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the movie Elf, Steve Patterson. Love Elf. Love Elf. I love Elf. Would you consider it a modern day classic? For sure, it is. It is. It is. It just is a part of everyone's. It seems like most people work Elf in during their holiday movies each year. I gotta watch it again. Well, James Caan, who played Buddy's biological father in the movie, uh, said in a recent interview that we were gonna do a sequel, but the director. John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau. And Will Ferrell did not get along very well. And apparently Will Ferrell wanted to do it. Um, and he wanted to do it without John Favreau. Really? That's hard to believe. <laughs> but because of contractual obligations, it got too messy. I agree with you. I thought, what? It, what? What? Will Ferrell has to get along with everybody. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about what you've said. I don't know how I feel either. Is it a reliable source? Who's our source here? Where's this coming from? James James Conn, who played his dad. He played his dad. I guess that's a reliable source. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been in the biz a very long time. Dun, 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 dun. How old are we? Dun, 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 dun. James Conn, he's 84. Whoa. Am I right? Oh, I thought you were actually speaking. No, I just I just said it with feeling. Morgan Freeman is eighty three. Is he as old as Organ 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 Freeman? Ah, <laughs> Organ. Uh, James Conn is eighty. Dang he's it. eighty. I love him. He's great, and he's so well cast in that movie. Yes, you know? I would agree with you. I would agree with you. But don't uh, don't start looking forward to a sequel because wow. guess what? There's not going to be one. Now I got to tell you what I've been watching. Okay. So I watched that Nurse Ratched movie, yeah. uh, not movie series. Uh huh. Episode one. I don't know, guys. I don't know about this one. It is extremely violent. 
Oh. I love Sarah Paulson. Mm. Love. She's fantastic. Um, but visually, very beautiful. Um, is it Ryan Murphy? Is yes. this a Ryan Murphy? It's got to be. Yes. If Sarah Paulson's in it, it's got to be Ryan Murphy. Right, exactly. But it's just, I don't know, it's so violent and so bonkers, and it's just kind of all over the place. But I want to like it. What's the What's the elevator pitch for this show for those of us who are sort of on the outside looking in? What's the premise? Um, well, it's hard to tell. So this is a, this is a prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. The movie. The mean nurse in it. The mean her name nurse. Is nurse Ratchet. So we find out why she is the way she is. But the thing is, she looks so different. Like Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is very plain. Yeah. Her she's got her mannerisms down, but. She's like all glammed up in this one with like bright red lipstick and she's trying to get a job at a mental institution. And there's a reason why she's trying to get to this particular mental institution. Nefarious reasons? Yes. I think it's nefarious. Sort of, yes. And, you know, it's about trauma that was endured when you're young versus... Um, and trauma, like inflicted as an adult, but it's just—it's—I don't know. Something's missing. There's something missing. Huh. In fact, um, I think it was um, Vulture just had like a scathing review. Oh, of really? Of it, and I don't think the reviews are very good. In you know, in all, Ryan Murphy's usually sort of a critical darling. Yeah, you know, he's also very like- violent. It's like real violent. Like I, where you start my, to almost wonder, like, what's what going happened on to him? Yeah. yeah, I had my eyes closed for a lot of it. But really, again, visually, it's really pleasant to look at. But I'm hmm. kind of with Vulture and say, don't waste your time. Okay. So there you go. It's, uh, it takes place in 1947. But that's just me. I might, might watch one more episode. I'll get back to you on that. Interesting. I'll tell you one thing that I am really. Um, engrossed in and that is The Vow on Mm. I think I'm watching this on HBO Max nice I think Um, are you familiar with the whole Nexium story no yes oh my gosh Dawn you should watch this oh gosh is that what it's about yes so it follows members who joined this I guess what they would mark it as a self-improvement group called Nexium, whose leader, um, spoiler alert, I think it was in the news, yeah. but um, he was uh, convicted of sex trafficking and racketeering conspiracy. And it seemed to have attracted some celebrities or, you know, mild mm-hmm. celebrities, just like um, whatchamacallit Scientology did. But I could see where someone would get sucked down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. It's really quite scary. As a matter of fact, there's a girl who um, was on, um, she was in one of the Star Wars movies, two of the Star Wars movies, actually. And you might recognize her. Is it the girl who plays Ray? Mm, no. 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 It's the girl who plays um, Baru Lars. The woman who raises Luke Skywalker in Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. Anyway, they're they're not like big stars or anything, but the one 
woman who was in uh, Smallville. Um, yes. Al- Allison, Allison Mack. Yes. Holy cow. It's just so captivating. It's just so interesting. I'm on episode four. I believe there are seven episodes. It looks like it is on HBO Max. Yeah. Okay. If you get a chance to to watch this, I would. I can't stop watching it. Like in the beginning, I'm like, meh. And now I'm like four in and I'm like, what? Is this um is this a dramatization or is it a, is it a documentary? It's or? both. Okay. It's a little bit of both. So this guy started doing this documentary. And then it turned into something different. Okay. So that's why the the Keith Rainier guy, who's the head of this thing, kind of agreed to it. He was kind of behind it a little bit, too. And then it turned into something completely different as they're discovering these new things about the organization. Oh, kind of like the Fire Festival documentaries. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he is in it. Yes. And the people who are become higher up start discovering things and... This guy gets separated from his wife, the filmmaker, because she wants out and he wants to stay in. It's just really good. It's called The Vow on HBO Max. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Hey, Donna, wait. What? Don't go. Okay. We want you to be a part of this show. Okay. When we return, we're going to get nerdy. Okay, now there's a study that reveals that people have more fun with friends than they do family. You might think, okay, big deal. Uh, but I'm going to explain why people think that they have more fun with their friends and their family. And I think it's sort of actually profound and worth you hearing. We'll share that when right. we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hang hey, good morning. Donna and Steve here on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don, also hanging with you. Sean's got like two hours of sleep under her belt. Don, what? Just tossing and turning last night? Just a. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I just I don't know. It just. Sundays are rough. Yeah, Sundays are rough. Huh? Yeah. I've always had insomnia. I remember as a kid, God, just like sucks. trying to play and play and play so that I would be tired because I would just be panicked that I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at night. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, because uh, I would never go tell my parents. I wouldn't knock on their door and say, I can't sleep. Wow. Nope. I just would. L- lie there and there suffer. is something there is something cool about being the only one awake in the house though oh no, you not. know oh wait do you mean early in the morning yeah. yes in the middle of the night it's no torment. i mean like staying up until like four in the morning i used to stay up till four in the morning watching that show oh not access hollywood but one of those inside oh edition it's, inside edition whoa. with what's his face wow um, donna Brian. uh Yes. Was it Pat O'Brien? Nope, not Pat I, O'Brien, Pat but O'Brien. the next guy. The next guy who ended up being a big political guy. Oh. Come on. We could do uh, this. His name uh, is Bill. Uh, Bill and I. Bill. Bill Withers. Bill. We'll, we'll do this first. I'll get. I'll come up with it. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Get it yet? Nope. It is a bill. I think it's a bill. There was a bill who posted Inside Edition. Is that where we are? Bill Rancic? Mm, no, 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 no. There's a new study that found that people are happier <laughs> when they spend time with their friends than when they spend time with their families. But hmm. there is a, there is a reason why, and I, I think that it is worth unpacking briefly okay this study is out of southern methodist university in texas 
And they say people are happier when they are, yeah, hanging with the friends rather than with their families. And that even includes their partner and their children, according hmm. to this study. In fact, according to this study, people were least happy when spending time with their husband or with their wife. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That, that's very troubling. This is very troubling, but but let's continue further here. Okay, Bill O'Reilly. There's Bill O'Reilly. Oh. We'll do it live. That's where he did. That's where he had that epic meltdown. We'll do it live. There's one big catch, though. The researchers say that the main thing that makes us happy is what we're doing when we're spending time with different people. So the majority of time that we spend with friends involves doing something fun. Right. And yes, they don't pay we, bills with you. Exactly. True. And even okay. though we do fun stuff with our families, we're also with them when we do less fun things like chores and the dishes <laughs> and, you know, and stuff that like that. That makes perfect sense. And it's real. It's actually, I think, valuable if if you I don't know if you're in like a spot with your relationship where you're like, gosh, every time that I'm with my friends, I just have so much fun at happy hour and it's just so great. And then I come home and he's there and I'm yeah. nowhere near feeling that same like emotional euphoria of us clinking glasses and talking about what made right. us feel empowered this week. But <laughs> you got to realize that with any friendship, even your best friendship, you are experiencing s such a different version of life with them than you are with your family. Absolutely. And it's then easy to, I think, give your family an unfair shake because you're like, Ugh. you know, it's like the unedited version of life, right? That's what you live with your family. You live the boring moments in between, the moments of, yeah, I'll do the dishes. I get you, You're running out to go do a chore. Now I'll stay here with, the, with them and take care of this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of life lived in between mm -hmm. fun experiences and i do think i know it sounds very basic but i do think that people out there in any of us i am susceptible to this too where you can associate i have more fun when i'm with this person than when i'm with my wife my kids etc but you sure. need to be aware of the fact that that is a that's a, a lie that is a distorted reality those are unequal playing fields sports reference for donna thank you <laughs> okay Okay, bye. Well, no, no wait. Not yet. Right, not yet. Not yet. I'll just, can I tell you guys what I'm doing right now? Uh, petting a puppy? Standing, bouncing with a puppy, holding the microphone on a big stand in my hand. Um, Lou is on the phone making a call with, I think it's like a doctor's office that's talking with her right now. Mm -hmm. And then the puppy um, started crying, and then I went and I looked, and I realized that the puppy had gone pee in his crate. Mm. And so now this is what's happening. How so do you you're like bouncing? it so far? You're, yeah. I'm doing a bounce kind of like I do with a the baby. baby. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Soothing. It's very soothing. Yeah, I don't know if he's feeling soothed or not. Aw. But he's it's nice that you're holding him. Cords. Yeah, I think. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That. I think that's a positive. Uh, I'm liking it so far. It's just a little in. just a little bit of an interruption in that life. Makes me happy. What's Not that? the interruption, but just that you jumped in and were like, we're doing this. Yeah. We're doing it. Just Life's going to be always messy. If you wait for life to get all cleaned up, you've your life will have passed you by. Exactly. By the way, hide your shoes. Oh, yeah. This thing really enjoys chewing stuff. Yep. Like anything. Anything that's special to you, you better, you better hide. Here's a tip I heard. Because they find ways to get to them. <laughs> we'll get into more of your Facebook uh, tips for me. Thank you, guys, uh, at the bottom of this show, right at the end of the show. Uh, but somebody had said, replace soft for soft and hard for hard. So if they're chewing on your shirt, you don't want them to chew on your shirt, get them something that is soft to chew on. If they're chewing on a couch leg or a dining room chair leg, yep. give them something hard to chew on. Okay. Oh, crap. He's got like wire that. in his mouth. Oh, yeah, it's wire. what's wire-like? Yeah. It's, well, it's a wire no, to my head. going to be frayed. There we go. <laughs> good luck with that. Everything's going great here. Oh, good. What's the studio like? Uh, Real quiet. Really, nice. really quiet. I have, um, I have a complaint. I don't know who to, to voice it with. with me. Definitely to Steve. But I only have, let's see, I have six track lights in here, and only two of them have worked oh. for the last oh. week and a um, half. So it's like I have a spotlight uh, on my, and a lot of shadows. We'll, well get, um, we'll get, we'll get the right people on it for you, okay. Don. Can't, How are you over there, Donna? I, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. And I want to remind people about uh, My Talk's listener rewards because you could get lit with a $1,500 lighting RX makeover, what Dawn needs yeah. from Southern Lights. Also, $200 <laughs> Staples gift card up for grabs. We've got a home office upgrade, 100 bucks to Dick's Sporting Goods, gift cards to Starbucks, Chipotle. What are you doing? Go and check out the listener rewards on our app, or you could do it at mytalk1071.com. It's a Money Monday when we Woo-hoo. come right back. Ah, we're so back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, just about 1130. It's Money Monday. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so, money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Pretty much all me. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Steve. I, I've got something that's going to, I think, ruffle your feathers. Okay. You, you mind if I call you hens? Mm, sure. <laughs> just for the sake of a story. If- Hens. Involves hens. So, like tomorrow, I can't just be like, "What are you hens clucking about?" That's a fun thing. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. I want to imagine. I specifically want to imagine Donna Valentine gets this. Okay? okay, you get invited to a wedding. That's great. You made the short list, right? Anytime you get invited to a wedding, what an honor. Mm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a wedding RSVP, which stands for Donna. I think it's. I think responde. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Respond if you please. Sorry, I speak French. This RSVP card is going viral. 
And here's why. The couple that's getting married is offering people different options for dinner based on how much money they're planning to give as a gift. Here's the breakdown. This comes from Reddit. If you give a gift up to $250, they say on the RSVP, pick roast chicken or swordfish. What? Two good options. <laughs> oh. I'd go with the swordfish, by the way. 251 to 500 sliced steak or, this Donna, is BS. poached salmon. salmon. Hmm. Are you a big spender? 501 Bye. to $1,000 gift for the uh, newly wedded couple. We'll get you filet mignon or lobster tails. Mm, with this the butter is sauce. Fake. This is bull. $1,001 all the way up to $2,500 or more, I suppose. You get a two pound lobster, a souvenir champagne goblet. Oh, thanks. Or, and remember the price range, Rhett, we're at one grand to 2500 Or you can opt for the vegetarian or kosher option, which means those two are not offered at any of the lower gift levels. They have a picture of the, uh, of the RSVP card. I do happen to think that this is fake. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a joke. Yep. But it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Like and they, they they have the categories in that same order as loving gift, <laughs> silver gift, golden gift, platinum gift. Okay, this if this were for a fundraiser, yes. Mm. This is this is a person's life. If this is a person just trying Easy to get gone. gifts, um, move along. We'll move along. Move along. I never got to have those gifts because I never got married. Oh, Don. Oh. I have oh, like all mismatched, mismatched silverware. Yeah, but you know My what? sister's old colander. <laughs> nobody and... wants, like, nobody wants China. 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 Nobody does China anymore because everything is so cash. Yeah. You know, everyone's sitting at the kitchen on island. Yeah. The best dinner parties are those with paper plates. Agreed, Steve. I'm convinced dinner parties, you got to be chill. If you host a dinner party, yes. be chill. If you sense that you become a really tense version of yourself before people get there, you're missing it. And if you think that you hide the energy when people get there, you're missing it. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. chill out. That's why I have tried to adopt. Now, granted, I'm a world-class smoker. I get I get a lot of people that are oh. saying what you're doing on the smoker, the pellet grill right now. People haven't seen someone get to this expert of a level so quickly. And I understand that. That's a burden and a blessing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's my cross to bear. Oh, but prior to that, I was trying to institute at our house, and then we kind of like stopped having people over because of the pandemic. Pizza at the Pattersons. If you're coming over to our place for for you're bringing mm-hmm. your fam, or I you're like just it. bringing the two of you, whatever. I like it. We're gonna do pizza at the Pattersons. They're gonna be paper plates. I love it. And that's it. I love it. I because think that's then great. the focus. First of all, it's a meal that everyone's gonna enjoy. We know that. And then the focus is not you being a busybody yep. in the kitchen or. Being, you know, being worried after dinner and trying to get things cleaned up. So just throw it away. Whatever it is that stresses you out, uh, my belief is you should just remove that stress. For me, it's cooking for groups of people. I could cook for one or two people at my house. Sure. But when there's going to be like 10, 15 people, uh uh-uh, we're doing takeout. That's just the way I roll. I had a, um, there was a, what do you call those parties where you start... Uh, Maitre d'Optional. Swingers parties. Not no, that one. Done. Okay. Done. Go on. Come down over there. 
Uh, no, it's uh, a progressive where you start out at one oh, neighbor's yeah. house and you have like cocktails and then yeah. you have appetizers and you move from there. Well, somehow um, mine one time ended up being the main course. Oh, your nightmare. Absolutely. Would you draw from a hat or something? Um, I don't remember how. Because no that way happened. you volunteered that. I was just like, whatever, because wh- whatever's going to happen at my house is going to be catered. Oh. Whether it's the appetizer, the dessert, oh. I'm not going to stress out. So Must I just say nice. that I did it too. What's wrong with that? Oh, I just went to it from Green Mill, putting it in my own dish and saying I made this lasagna. Nobody cares. You <laughs> yeah. know what? What people care is that there is food mm. and that it tastes good. That's yeah. it. They don't care where it came from. So I went to Bogota Bab. Yeah, oh I got a lasagna it. for forty dollars. I fed like fourteen. I've never been to Bogota Bab. Oh, it's really good. That's right here. Really they have the uh, the red and white the checkered uh, tablecloth. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fun. Uh, so that's what I would do. I just remove that stress. You know, you yeah, don't need I... to have a signature cocktail. Just guess what? We're opening up a box of wine and some beer. Bye. Or if you do, just hire a bartender like Jason does to do it for you. He does. Oh. <laughs> One oh, time I went nice. to a party there and he had a signature cocktail, but he also had bar staff making Whoa. the drink. What kind of party was this? A swingers party. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of party was it really? Like a birthday party? Oh. I think it was a Christmas party. He also has a lot of chef friends that come over and cook. That's wow. nice. <laughs> yeah. I love and they, that. They will just cook the, like little, uh, they each have like a little thing that they're making and they're just making it all night. Now, do they want to be invited to the party because they're working? I don't know. I but don't they're know. very pleasant. Hmm. That I, is great, though. I went to, it's funny, we, we had a, a group of friends and someone was like, hey, come over to our place for a holiday dinner. And it was like, okay, this is fun. We get there and sure enough, it's catered and there's just one just like one person there who's but serving you everything Mm -hmm. and then attending to the table during dinner and i thought boy you know for just one person i'm sure it's a cost to be sure yeah but i thought that might be worth worth splurging on if you don't want to do like something super low-key it was this beautiful christmas dinner and i thought boy that's pretty awesome yeah. She cleaned up afterward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that might be worth it Love to somebody. It. Put me down for a yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I have some other money information here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, go figure, Donna. Don't get mad. I won't. This has to do with the world of pets. You've long hated dogs. I've always been the dog lover on this uh-huh. show. Yep. Um, the average initial and lifetime cost of pets mm-hmm. i'm just gonna throw out a couple random numbers to you first okay. of all dogs are more expensive than cats i think we all way know that more expensive yes way more i'm gonna throw some numbers out and donna based on your dog experience you tell me how right this number is okay the lifetime of grooming your dog if you got the dog from puppy so let's say that these are all like 10 to 15 year studies okay okay the lifetime cost of grooming they have a range here which is between zero dollars i ain't grooming them to 14,400. Oh my god. What? Well, what? I would say 14,000, huh? 14,000. Here's the thing. I have a friend who gets her dog groomed every month. Whoa. Because it's that it depends on the breed of dog. You don't have to groom a lab, you just brush it. Right. But if you've got any poodle, doodle, terrier. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Steve. Yeah, this is a terrier. 
Yeah, I mean, that one looks like he's going to need some fluffing and cutting, like, in the winter, in the spring. Yeah, if you missed it, um, we got a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier puppy over the weekend that we surprised the kids with. They look totally different when they grow up. They, they, You can really grow their hair very long, but I hear that even growing their hair long costs money because that requires grooming to get it to that. Yeah, because then there's matting that you have to worry about, It runs too. through a ditch with ditch water, and yeah. it's all muddy, and you're it like, happens. great. It yeah. happens. I pet a dog the other day at the dog park, ditch and I, I I didn't know, and I looked at my hand, and it was covered in mud oh, really? after petting this dog, which Fire. must have been... Yeah, so keep going. Uh, medications between $280 and $7,500. This is the real range they're giving for this. I would think it would be more because every month you have to give your dog heartworm. Yeah. A okay. lot of people keep their dogs on flea and tick yeah. every year round. Do you have health? Do you have pet insurance? I don't have pet insurance because I have a nine-year-old dog. Yeah, that'd be started like... real high, so I just have a savings oh, account. They, it's different for yeah. how old the dog is? Mm-hmm. It's just like life insurance. Yep. You can't get it after you have emphysema. You right. get it cheap when you get it in your 30s. Right. Yep. So I have a savings account specifically for the dog that I try to dump money in. Um, spayed or neutered is going to run you anywhere between $35. What are they doing that in an alley? Up to $200. Wait, $3,500? No, $35 to $200 oh. is the range for getting spayed or neutered. But if you get the 35 mm. what does that come with? Like a combo platter at Long John Silver's? Mm. <laughs> we can add a spay. Do you want spayed? $35 more. We'll do it huh. right here in the drive-thru. I'll, I'll just tell you a vet visit alone yeah. costs so much money. It's It's really always surprising when when they ring you up and you're like what it's funny because here this range that they gave for it and i agree with you the range is low they say the lifetime of your dog will average just for veterinary care between 540 and 2400 dollars. but i guess if you add medications to that which come from the vet that's when you can add thousands on over the life of your pet yep jeez louise you know you got to get their nails cut quite often yeah. Got to get them trimmed. Plus, remember, we've done a study before here on the show where the cost of raising a child from zero to 18 is over $200,000. I have four of them. And so if you add dog cost onto $800,000 mm-hmm. in just helping people live costs, yep. maybe I should have better behavior on the air. You know what would be to fun? To keep the job longer. Oh. Right? Uh, no. <gasps> Sorry. Don't. What? Um, Pull it on. Oh, I can't wait till Steve has to deal with like a dog's like anal glands and having them expressed. <laughs> I did have a problem with my previous dog, Boo. Uh, I once had to stick my pinky in her butthole. Ew. So, yeah, <laughs> that's love. Steve, things. you should, for the next year, <laughs> would you just keep a folder with like a tally of how much you spend on the dog? Oh, that'd be interesting. Because I would be love to hear that because you're looking at leash and collar and kennel and... And, you know, we had already bought a bunch of that stuff and we sent it to a friend's house who was kind enough to uh, allow that to be the shipping facility for a couple weeks. But that'd be be an interesting thing to do. Listen, you know what? I stopped doing my... Remember my updates on Instagram? My running updates? Update! Yeah. They're gone. (laughs) And guess what is about to arrive? Pup dates. Oh, Oh, I like that better. I like it better, too.
I like it much better. We got to go, though. All right. So when we return, I suppose we'll continue uh, with the, the doggy theme. We Our Facebook question today is, what puppy advice do you have for me? By the way, if you're a dog owner, there's great advice for whatever age your dog is right now on the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page. Um, and then we'll let you know what big star just added a furry friend to his family as well. Mm-hmm. When we return, it's Don and Steve on MyTalk. There he is. Is that Maroon 5? Uh, yes, it question. is. Yes. Oh, They're gosh. so good, They're right? They're so good. They are so good. They are. You guys think I look like Adam Levine, yeah? The identical <laughs> twins. That's, I think, why I really relate to their music. Just because of looks? Because, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can see that. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're both humans. Uh-huh. Feels like you're starting kind of wide. Yeah, 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 fingers and stuff. Yeah. You guys are just mentioning shared body parts of all humans. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, well. <clears throat> Let's kill the music. Fine. I hate that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so uh, so I mentioned at the top show, thank you guys. So many people are saying such nice things. A, a lot of people are crying watching this video that I posted, uh, which is just and, uh, like I get it. I kind of almost cry because like I just feel sentimental about the, the thing of us surprising our kids over the weekend with a puppy. Um, you can see it on Instagram. But thank you to all the people who have been saying such nice things and offering encouragement of what's to come with the life of a uh of a puppy, I asked the question on our Facebook page, what is puppy advice do you have for me? And it's turned into just like good dog advice in general. But I thought, why don't I go to the general that is Donna Valentine? You've owned more dogs in your life than I have. What advice <laughs> would general. you give to me? Mm. What dog advice would you share with someone who is thinking about getting a dog? Um, okay, well, I would say be prepared. Be prepared. To have all your nice stuff ruined. <laughs> no, um, no, no. Uh, seriously, just be doggy proof your house. Doggy proof your house. Yeah. Because they get Remotes. into stuff that you have no. It won't even be on your radar. Huh. You won't even think like, "What? My brand new leather boots? How did he get in here? You got to shut doors that you don't want him in." Huh. You you don't have a shedding dog, so that's good. Yeah, that is a positive. I was going to say cover things with your sheets. furniture. Yeah, I guess that would help the resale of your furniture. If you've lived with a dog, but then you're like, screw it, and you've got a Kevlar mat over top of it. <laughs> Ten years that's later, true. you're like, well, son of a gun. Look yeah. At this. Um, Sandy says on our Facebook page, socialize the dog with adults and kids as well as many other dogs. She says she walked hers all around town, introducing her dog to every person and other pup that she possibly could. Mm. That's that's that socialization. I'd never really heard of that before. Oh, yeah. And then I was reading about it, and so many people like, this is so important, especially during their the beginning of their time with you, the first couple of months, 
help them. Here's what a truck sounds like. Look, there's a train. These are other dogs. That's a cat. All of that. Yeah. I really think they never get over the cat. The socialization with other dogs is a big thing because, you know, I've I know people who have dogs that don't go out on walks regularly, you know, and so when they see other dogs, they freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And you don't want that. You want your dog to be with other dogs. Yes, Just take them to right. the neighbors if the neighbors have dogs. They need a lot of But I heard don't exercise. take them to a dog park yet. No. Until Mm-mm. they're vaccinated. Absolutely. Somebody had a puppy at the dog park the other day and it kept mm. jumping on my dog and my dog was not having it. Oh, yeah, and your dog weighs 800 pounds. Yeah, and he was just like, get away from me, get away from me. I'm telling you to get away from me. And, and the dog was not fixed yet. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, so you just got to be careful with that stuff. Here's what Stephanie says on our Facebook page. She's a dog trainer. She works with a lot of puppies. Here's her biggest advice, four points. Patience, number one. Number two, use the crate more than you think you should. Number three, raising a puppy is about prevention, preventing the puppy from knowing they can do naughty things. And number four, remember, you are raising a dog. I think not the other way around. A couple yeah, people you're the me. boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to go Caesar Milan, you know? You're the pack leader. You do have to be the pack leader, though. You, Otherwise, you have to. they manipulate you. Yes, you have to be the pack leader. I'm trying to blend a little bit of like pack leader, like I'm the one in charge here, and that's what the breeder was like. Again, he he said, you guys, if you want it to wake up every day, when you wake up, if that's at seven o'clock, then the dog comes out at seven o'clock, not before any. And but one of the difficult things is dealing with whining when we have a baby in the room, because right now the dog crate is in our bedroom, which is what some folks were suggesting for the first couple of weeks, so they can see you, because they just left mom. Yeah, so they're going through a transition. Yeah. But not to open the crate when they're crying, because then they associate that got me out of the crate or that got me snuggled with. Right. Yes. Yes. But then we can't have the we can't have the crying because then there's a baby in the room. And so we need to get the baby into the baby's room. That's been a long thing. But we have been very slow to get the baby out of the room. You know why? It's our last baby. And we're just like, oh, you're just trying to hang on to every little moment. Yeah. Well, Dawn has a story about John Hamm. Another I do. one of my body doubles. Uh, he's always he's loved so dogs. Um, he had a dog uh, that he got from a shelter named Cora, who died in 2017 at age mm. 17. Aww. And he told People Magazine five years ago that Cora had changed his life, and he mm. really just couldn't really talk about it because he was going to get, uh, he was just going to be a mess. She'll always mm. have a real sweet place in my heart. Well, he has a new dog now. It's a shelter dog. That had been returned to the shelter twice. <gasps> Rude. Because of its puppy energy. Mm. <laughs> the dog's name is Splash. It's, it's six months old. And uh, since getting there in July, it's been returned twice. That makes me so mad. Like, I'm sorry. You're adopting a puppy. It's a six-month-old puppy. What kind of energy do you expect? You expect it just to lounge on the couch? I know. It's maybe, very irresponsible. Maybe some people just don't know what they're getting into. Maybe they've never owned a dog before. I don't know. But um, so he adopted this dog and now it lives its dream life. The shelter put up. Yeah, it. you think. I stand with my pack it is an organization that he is, is with. Oh, and that um, makes me happy. They keep posting updates because he sends them to the shelter to put on their Instagram. Um, and the dog is wild. I mean, when you oh, see really? it's beautiful, it's a though. really cute dog. Oh, my gosh. But you can tell uh, that this dog has a lot of energy. 
and mm. it'll it it probably has a lo- a big place to run. I'm sure John right. Hamm has a large property. Yep. So. <laughs> I'm glad you said property. Property. Oh. Uh, you know what they say about John Hamm, don't you? No. You oh don't? Lord. That he heaven. has a large property. Oh Donna, <laughs> we were doing so. This is a really family friendly show that we had going on. Mm. And then you brought up his acreage. You didn't have to. His large property. Everybody knows. You know what? I'll tell you what. In every possible meaning, small property is very easy to tend to. Not Never concern yourself. So for all of you landowners out there, yeah. you can have it. You can buy your John Deere tractor and spend your entire Saturday tending to the land. Yeah. Meanwhile, right. I'll take my little postage stamp. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, before we go, I just want to tell you about the 2020 Fall Online Auction. It is now open. Bidding is taking place now through Thursday. So you could find deals on a a whole bunch of different items from cleaning services to cosmetic uh, enhancements. So many different things. Get the details at mytalk1071.com, keyword auction. All right, you guys, let's have lunch, right? Let's do it. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great afternoon. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.